Okay, what's going on, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Ross, introduce the guest, man. Today, we're being joined by UFC welterweight, the one and only Mr. Hot Chocolate. It's Danny Roberts. Danny, how are you doing, pal? I'm doing amazing. I've literally just finished a good wrestling session. As you can see, I'm out in the sun. So, yeah, things are good. I'm blessed. Life's good. I'm healthy, you know. Um, yeah, we're in a good place. Look good, day, feel honey. good. Rest and practice in the bag. Lovely blonde hair. UFC 274 can't come soon enough, Danny. What? That's it. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. Listen, I'm not even. Not even. Am I excited? I know that the rest of the world is going to be excited for this one. You got a massive card. You got stellar fights. Um, starting off, you know, we we've we've got some up and coming talent. We got some some bread and butter. Um, the likes of myself, and then going on to some of the you know the big hitters who are going to be um you know on the main card and then and then headlining. It's going to be one that no one's going to want to miss. Honest to God. Exactly. That's why the people listen now on Spotify. This is going to be a banger. It's going to be UC 274 on the 7th of May in Phoenix, Arizona. Danny Roberts taking on Trinaldo. Danny, like when you got uh, Trinaldo's name, like what, what came across your mind? I'll be honest. I, when I got Trinaldo's name, I've, I'm, I'm, you want to call me old guard, you want to call me a seasoned veteran, whichever way you will look at it, that's what I am. Um, but also, I'm still relatively relatively new to the game in the sense that this, the, 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 there is people like Trinaldo that have been there since, you know, I was watching UFC before yeah. I actually got, you know, got, got in it, got actually got into it. So again, seeing this, seeing this guy, seeing, seeing what he was about, there, there was, there was times when I've watched him on fights and I thought, you know what, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to fight the guy. He looks like he's a, he's a pain in the ass. Um, hard, wiry, he's got certain, um, uh, certain skill set and 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 certain um, you know ethics what what he does um, and he, he actually does it really really well, um, but then again I started to come up the ranks I started to realize who I was I started to to grow into my full persona and you know my full capabilities and then I realized and and, and know that there was probably going to be the time when me and him would meet or if not there'd be other people that I've watched that I would probably meet because that was what I was looking to do challenge the next level step up move on. And become better as an athlete and as an individual and as a man. So Francis got brought up. The name got brought up. I was excited to take the fight. Um, stylistically, it's a, it's a banger. It's a banger of a fight. Um, and yeah, I've done nothing but visualise on putting this guy to sleep. Um, yeah. We're going to put him to rest. Yeah, because this would be your 12th appearance in the Octagon. But like, he's over, over, over double the amount of fights as well. Like This, this is a vet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that was again. That was one of the things that we, we talk about, and we talk about where the UFC's been, their journey, and how they've transitioned and transpired into where they are right now. Francis Trinado's been a part of that since back in the day. You know, um, if you had a look, you know, moving through sponsors and you know from the shorts when they used to have their um, sponsors and stuff like that on them. Francis has been around for a minute, so I know that again. He's he's one of these guys who's old guard. He's one of these guys which is gonna come out he's gonna have a certain mindset going into the fight he's gonna have a certain um way that he's gonna put pressure on me he's he's long in the tooth now guy's 43 years old and he's been there done it and come back so again i know what i'm gonna expect um and we're just gonna we're gonna have everything ready for him 
Yeah, he must be close at this stage to being the uh, oldest guy on the UFC C roster at this stage. But you know what they say, um, it's hard enough to get to the UFC, but it's far harder to stay there. And uh, that's something that you both managed to do. So it will be a very uh, interesting fight. I was wondering, did you, um, in the build-up to this, watch the Joy Herbert fight and um, take anything from that fight? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. And and again, for him, I think that was an amazing performance. Uh, but then I look at what Jai was doing good. And we can't take you, you. You look at fights, and then when you see someone get finished, you all of a sudden you forget about what happened before the finish. Yeah. Um, you can't. You've got to analyze it. And as a fighter, I analyze that stuff. And as I pulled it apart, I seen, I still seen holes in this game. I still seen this this slow, labored, um, you know, this this big, strong dude. Um, and that was him fighting at one fifty five. Let's not forget, he's moving up into the big dog stage now, and he, he hasn't fought a big dog yet. Um, and I'm I'm that guy. I'm that guy to 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 see him. And again, for the fights that he's had, 28 wins, seven losses, eight losses. Um, he's been around the block. Um, he's a seasoned vet. So, like I say, he's gonna have a certain work ethic which he's gonna bring and put forward. But we're just gonna nullify it. We're gonna do everything we need to do to just come on top. And Danny, oh, you've seen that uh, in your last couple of fights, you've had Greg Jones from Sanford MMA, mm. and you touched the base that you're doing a bit of wrestling this morning. Uh, will you have Greg Jones in your corner come uh, fight night? I need to sort this out because yeah, we've been going back and forth at the moment. We've got, I still have a big, a big, big part with uh, Sanford MMA, and the boys back out in the states. In fact, I'm flying out there on Saturday, um, and I'll be there for a week to climatize and just get ready before I then move on to Phoenix. Now, there's a couple of lads that are fighting on the card, as you know, Michael Johnson against Tony Ferguson. Um, again, another banging fight. Um, coming from the same team. So, speak to the guys. They're going to be there. Greg Jones, yeah. I want him to be there. Greg Jones is more than just a coach. He's a mentor. He's a friend. And we have this, we have this weird connection. He speaks, I do. Now, as a coach and as one of the highest level coaches there are in the world and to be able to execute something at, you know, the top, at the elite, is something that you need. So, yeah, I'm going to be looking to get him there. He'll be in the corner. We'll have the full team. We're looking to shine. Can you even say you're a top UFC welterweight if you haven't st- uh, stepped foot in uh, Sanford MMA? They seem to have uh, some of the best <laughs> in the business. <laughs> yeah, no, real talk, real talk. Because we know you start, yeah, you've got Ian Gary out there right now. Yeah. yeah. And that's, 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 he's, a, he's the perfect example. So he's a young up-and-coming athlete. I went over to Sanford, which was um, long before that. It was um, Hard Knocks 365. And then before that, it was Black Zillions. Yeah. So a, a, a big base and the foundation of the team has always moved, moved together, moved forward. I've seen Ian Gary over there. I've watched this story. I've seen him, you know, with, with the fight team and with the training partners. And he's in the right place. It's going to help. If you can handle the heat. If you can go into the oven and come out and not be scolded, trust me, you're going to come out smelling good. Um, and Ian, <laughs> Ian, Gary, Ian Gary's in a good place right now. Um, and again, that's, he's, he's probably right now, if you want a, a realistic view of, of what it takes to go over to a gym like that and to come out the other side and see if you're, you're ready. Yeah, that's what you need. Yeah, he also came through Cage Warriors like yourself as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's tough. I, I went out there and it was a wake-up call. The first time I got to Sanford, you go and train for two hours in the morning with these big monsters, these big beasts, and you go home you feel like you want to sleep for the rest of the day because you're broken. Um, so it takes a little bit of uh, acclimation, getting used to it, body hardened, but then it only prepares you for the fights. So 
it swings and roundabouts with it. You got, you've got to go into the darkness to be able to to see the light. You know. And exactly. Danny, we'd be remiss not to ask you, what's your take on? Um, obviously, you trained with Kamaru Usman, and now you know he's fighting a fellow Brit in Leon Edwards. What's your take on that fight? It's a it's a tough fight. It's a tough fight for Leon, um, in a sense that I feel that Kamaru's got stronger and stronger. Um, he's had he's had certain things from day one, which obviously have been a foundation of who he is. I is wrestling. I is isometric strength. The guy is a freak of nature when it comes to his strength, um, and I know that again because of training with him and then seeing him from tough to to getting a title. Um, I would love to see the belt come back home to the Brits. If it wasn't me, you know, another world away, Leon Edwards, I'd love to see him do it. Um, but 100%, he's got one of the biggest challenges he's ever faced in front of him. They've both gone from strength to strength. They've both been winning. They're both, you know, guys that I highly respect. Um, Kamaru Usman, a friend, because I know him personally. Um, but yeah, that it's, it's going to be, for me, that's going to probably be one of the fights of the year to watch as well, if I'm honest. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, for me, a lot of it will come down to how Usman will deal with Leon's speed because I feel like Leon will have the speed advantage and we'll be able to yeah. see if, if Leon can keep it on the feet. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. But also, with that being said, we've seen people who've had speed. We've seen people who've had tempo. Um, we look at Colby Colvin, you know, and he's someone who's just in your face. He reminds me of, of you know, just like a wasp or something like that. You're just, you're just trying to keep him away. Um just as annoying as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I physically and mentally annoying. Um, my, my my thing my thing is that still Kamara Usman was able to control the fight. So that's when that's that, that's when somebody's true skill and talent comes in. What can you do? How how can you manipulate the fight to end up being in control by you? And he does that very very well. Um, and he's he's proved it time and time again. So it's going to be a case to see if Leon can stay away from. You know him trying to methodically bring it down to his pace because Kamara mm. Usman doesn't doesn't push a mad pace, but he does just enough to to be able to beat you in every transition, and that's annoying. It can mentally break you before it physically breaks you, um, and I think that's the biggest threat that Leon actually has in front of him. And then just to go full circle on the welterweight division, I feel like the final piece of the title picture we haven't touched on is Hamzat Chimaev. What do you make of his rise so far? Yeah, again. Gilbert Burns, big friend of mine um, from over in the States and stuff like that. Um, I was gutted to see the way that the fight went, but it also opened doors for Gilbert. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not completely um, disappointed with that. And Chimaev, again, just proved it. He proved that he's human. He proved yeah. that obviously, you know, you can get banged up, you can get you you can get bloody in that, but it's it's what you do in in the face of adversity to overcome it and to shine and pull through. And you know he did he did enough he did what he needed to do he controlled it at times um, and he got a nod. Now, as far as him fighting for the title, again, we've got a really interesting fight now that we want to see, Colby versus Chimaev, uh, and I think that has to happen while Leon fights uh, Usman, and then back end of the year maybe early next year we see that title fight happen. Um, it's exciting. Come on, the welterweight division is exciting, and if anyone's bringing if anyone's bringing heat to my division, and more excitement, and more fans, and more scope, and more observation from people outside of the sport, then then what? It's winning. We're all winning. So again, I, I applaud these guys. Keep going. I keep fighting. Keep pushing. And keep shining, man. 
Danny, my hot take on the welterweight division is that it's actually going to be Belil Muhammad versus Hamza Chamoyev next. I feel like Hope oh, is going to be awkward. I feel like he's going to be awkward to deal with, and I feel like it's going to be easier to get a Belil versus Hamza fight. But I think yeah, we have to see Hamza yeah, I, over I, five rounds. I, I overlooked that. I overlooked that. Sorry. Um, well, uh, first, I think all the talk is the Covington fight, but I feel like Colby's that bit more difficult to deal with. So therefore, it could be just as easy to just go, you know what, Belial versus Hamza. But I just want to see a five rounder. I, w- I would love to have seen Burns versus Hamza as a five rounder. Yeah, you'd like to see that. Yeah, that was such yeah, a great I, scrap. Again, like two more rounds of that would have been amazing. Yeah, I reckon somebody dies. <laughs> <laughs> I might not be smart. I might not be smart. Um, but yeah, uh, Belial. You can't write that guy off as well. Come on, what, what, what's his what's his win streak now? Eight, eight, I think, seven or eight. So you're talking about a guy who you know he got beat by Vicente, he got knocked out, he's gone away, and you know regardless of where he is in his career, he has shown um, an amazing amount of mental you know uh, stability and strength to carry on pushing through and to prevail the way he has. And when you go on an eight fight win streak, now you're knocking on the title door. And yeah. Danny, obviously UFC London put British MMA more on the map than it ever has in a very long time. It was a huge event. Were you disappointed not to be on that card? I was disappointed, yeah. Um, but obviously, we've got UFC 274 coming up. Um, I'm the only Brit on the card, so there's a lot of scope there. Yeah, um, I kind of didn't, not, not get overshadowed. It would have been nice it'd been nice to be fighting, you know, alongside my fellow Brits and to also be, you know, at home. My, my friends and family would have been there sitting cage side watching. Um, but, you know, shortcomings, things happen like that. It's I talk about timing and things like that. And again, with where I've been and with what's going on, and this fight in three weeks has worked perfect for me. It's magic. Um, so, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gassed. My, my focus and my vision's just been on that and that only now. So that's all we're going to do is just get over that bridge and that hurdle. And then, Danny, obviously, the word in the street is uh, they're coming back to the UK in July, whether it be Manchester or whether it be London again. Would that be enough time for you to turn around um, and fight back on that card to get that hometown shown? Well, yeah, I've, I've, I, was on the, I was on the phone to my agent this morning, um, speaking to family yesterday, um, understanding the dynamics of what's going on. Come on. I go out there, I go and put this, even more, even more encouragement for me to go out and be the first person in history to knock out this guy, get a quick turnover and be ready for July. Um, I've, already, I've already been working, I've been working. I stay consistently working. I don't stop every single day. I'm, I'm striving for more. So um, all I need to do is come out unscathed, come out unscathed is, and, you know. Is that what you're planning on saying on the mic uh, after the fight? Uh, UFC 274 in Phoenix, Arizona on May 7th. Took the words right out of my mouth, my man. <laughs> Come on, hey, I, I'm the only Brit on the card. It would be insane yeah. for me to not mention it, right? No, ab- absolutely, and th- there's some other unbelievable fights on this card, so we'll get loads of eyes on it. You have like two vets in Cerrone versus Lozon going at it, um, a rematch between Shogun and OSP, Chandler versus Ferguson, yeah. uh, and Oliveira versus Gaethje. Like, they're gonna be like fighting in the back for uh, the 50 G's for the fight of the night bonus. And then uh, Rose versus Carla, which is a rematch of the first ever women's strawweight title fight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's going to be eyes upon eyes upon eyes on this pay-per-view. And then, you know what I mean? Right bang in the middle, uh, we're going to have Danny Roberts versus Francisco Trinaldo. And uh, Danny Roberts, he, he's he's come to have a win, put his feet up and have some hot chocolate laugh for that fight. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> that is actually the plan. Come out unscathed, be sweet, have a little sip. Let them know about UFC uh, in, back in the UK for July. 
get my spot in there nice and early, obviously announced, and then uh, yeah, walk out, enjoy the time with the with the with the, with the team. I can already yeah, envision I, it now. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's uh, it's, it's on the cards. Uh, I, I saw you've done a lot of uh, training in Manchester top team. Is, is this the new uh, home for Danny Roberts now that you're uh, back on British soil? I'll be honest. Obviously, since being back home. Um, Again, for the next camp, I'm going to be doing a big chunk of time out in Sanford MMA. So I will be incorporating the team back out there. But I've, this has been a test, as it's been a test for everyone during during that lockdown time and COVID and the last the last you know unfortunate um, era that we've had um, at the stint. Sorry, but I, I would say for me, it's more so like it's been a test in a sense. How well can I still function? How well can I still amalgamate and put things put together the 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 um, the right you know, system that I can still prevail and I can still come on top. Now, we fought a very high five and one uh, guy type guy um, in October off the back of me being at home, having injury, having mishaps, having an operation, um, being back home with the family, a lot of external stress. So we've, 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 we've overcome. Uh, Manchester top. Yeah, you got me? Yeah, we're here, yeah. Yeah, Manchester top team somewhere that obviously I've gone to, I've gone and trained and stuff. Um, I still have a, uh, I'm out there two, three times a week. And then, like I say, the biggest test for me is being able to see how well my time management can be because I'm like in five or six different gyms between Manchester and Liverpool. Um, and it can be hard, it can be difficult, it can be testing. But yeah, Manchester top team is a good place, good bodies, um, good pedigree. And they're going to be a good future UK team for you to watch out for. Yeah, definitely. And I think that that is the thing. Like, um, more and more gyms across the UK are getting that notoriety of being, you know, top gyms in Europe and then, then again, top gyms in the world. So it's good to see you're spreading yourself around. And I suppose when you do spread yourself around, you do get those different looks, which is always really, really important. And uh, yeah. be very uh, glad to see that you're going back out to Sanford MMA to get a week of acclimation before you make that trip to Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, as Barry said, so uh, we'll definitely be looking forward to seeing it. And look, we know you're coming to fight. You always br- bring it, and it's going to be a great one to watch. You know, Francisco Trinaldo. Uh, you know, I think he's the biggest vet on the roster. You know, at 43 years yeah. old. But uh, I think uh, you know, Daddy Roberts might tell him it's time to hang up the gloves after this one. He's moving up a weight class, and uh, maybe he won't want that smoke. Hundred percent. You you've literally just predicted the future right there, my man. Yeah, they call me Mr. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Love all that, you know, with the, with the shades on as well. Oh, yeah, you better believe it. <laughs> yeah, but lads, just before we wrap it up, what what other fight on the card are you really looking forward to seeing at UC 274? Uh, Danny, you can go You can go first, bud. Uh, I'm going to say the main event. It's, it's, hard, it's hard not to say for entertainment purposes that main event's not going to be a stellar one. Um, so, um, yeah, Justin Gagey versus... Uh, Oliviera is going to be something that a lot of people are going to be wanting to tune into and watch. The whole card's fire, but that one fight for me is going to be something special. Mr. Gross, are you going to, to give us a prediction there? <laughs> um, I, I actually I actually like Gaethje to, to win on this occasion. I think his leg do, kicks, yeah? Uh, yeah, I think his leg kicks and his heavy hands might be able to get the job done. I saw the way Chandler sort of hurt him in the first round. I think Gaethje has that bit more finishing power than Chandler does, in my opinion. Uh, so I'd like him in that one. Uh, but bar the Danny Roberts fight, uh, which is obviously we always look out for our European uh, brothers. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. That's 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 my uh, big kickoff night. That's our fight of the night. That's our fight of the night. I'm really I'm really looking forward to uh, I'm really looking forward to Rose Carla too. 
just because that was obviously the first ever women's strawweight title fight. So like that division has come full circle now. And it'll be interesting to see uh, how Carla can do against this newfound Tug Rose. Uh, and like she says, she's the best. Yeah. Uh, another one that I'm looking forward to seeing is Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson. It'd be interesting oh. to see what, what Tony Ferguson comes out, but like Michael Chandler is always in a fight of the night contender. So he's up, Danny, he might try and steal your fight of the night contender uh, ship on, at UFC 274. So you yeah. might have to have a word with him beforehand to yeah. maybe take it a bit I'm, easy, you know? I'm doing that, trust me. We're going we're gonna to be together backstage beforehand, so I'm going to tell him just to ease down on the intensity, Mike. Leave some for me, yeah? <laughs> What's called? I, I don't want to see Danny Roberts win fight of the night. I want to see him just straight up performance bonus, knockout. That's what I'm talking think, about there. I think yeah, they all do. Mystic, Mystic Ross, I'm going to take yeah. you with me, honest to God. <laughs> yeah, no worries, no worries. Uh, I was called a mean mug Trinalo from across the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Ross. it. Uh, Danny, before before we head off, do you have any shout-outs you want to give out? Um, I would just like to say a big massive thank you to everyone, my, my team, my friends and family, the people that do support me, the people that are on side, the people that matter to me the most, that continue to help me shine and make the things happen. Um, these are the people that I don't actually manage to give, uh, you know, time like this to. So for that reason, I owe my thanks, my love, my devotion to them. My friends, my family, my coaches, Henry Hoof, Greg Jones, Danny Wivo, Chris Tam. Thank you for everything. Um, and again, my sponsors, thank you for supporting. Love it. Um, before we go, we'd like to say a special shout out to Venom. Uh, Venom Fight Gear have sent the Energy Show out some lovely fight kits. So uh, we'll, we'll be looking well in our, our fight gear too. Um, Baz, you got a lovely PI top there, so uh, yeah, no, I'm over the moon with this. Thanks a million, yeah. and then also yeah. shout out Monster Energy as well for supporting the lads, keeping us very energized, Ross. You better believe it. <laughs> um, guys, thanks a million for watching this video. Um, hit the uh, bell notification so you don't miss any other energized content. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay, stay energized. energized. Energize, show up the Irish. And sussing you guys a couple of times, I've seen a couple of clips, I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that I, I, I saw. So keep going, keep up the good work guys.